What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Hello, brave souls. I'm your host, Paul Rondo, and tonight's story is called I Went Scuba Diving and Everything Went Wrong. I've always had a passion for the water, but after what I went through, I don't know if I'll ever set foot in it again. Three years ago, my buddy and I got into scuba diving. We started off simple, just going with an instructor and learning the ropes. This went on for the remainder of the summer until we felt like we had everything down. We spent that fall, winter, and spring planning a trip to do something we never thought we could. We wanted to go cave diving. It didn't really matter where we went, we just wanted to be able to say that we did it. We reached out to the instructor that had shown us how to dive and asked if he wanted to come. He told us yeah and told us he'd meet us at the cave. Before we ended up leaving, we actually made sure we checked our gear about a hundred times. I wanted to make sure that no matter what, this would go off without any issues. Once we did all our checks, we uh, loaded up the truck with all the gear and we headed to the cave. The way this would work is we would have to dive down to the cave entrance. There would then be a tunnel that would bring us down roughly 60 meters. At the lowest point, there was an air pocket that apparently had a beautiful view. The plan was to check out that area and take a break for an hour. We'd suit back up again and then head down the tunnel that will zigzag us back up to the entrance. One of my other buddies was going to pick us up at the spot that we'd come back out from. So with everything all prepared, it was time to go ahead and do the dive. We waited around for about an hour for the instructor to show up. I called him a few times and he just didn't pick up. We had to make a choice on whether we'd continue or not. This dive was a lot more advanced than either one of us had dealt with in the past. Realistically, we were still amateurs. We decided that we'd spent this much time preparing that we needed to just get in there and try it. If things didn't feel right, we would just turn around and head back the way we came. The dive in total would take about five hours. We would need to make stops on the way back to mitigate the pressure we would experience going that deep. So with everything ready, except for the instructor, we decided to go for it. We put in all our gear and got in the water. This was the first time we had gone to a cave underwater, and I was pumped to do it. As we swam down, I could see the cave mouth. I took one last look up to make sure my buddy was behind me, and I swam forward. Once I entered the cave, I switched on my light. Other than the cave mouth, there was absolutely no light down here. A few seconds later, I could see the light behind me from my buddy. With the knowledge he was right behind me, I swam forward into the darkness. Everything was going really well as we went deeper and deeper into the cave. The rock formations that were down here were like nothing I'd seen before. It must have taken thousands of years for something like this to happen. There are also many different types of fish and underwater vegetation to deal with. It freaked me out the first couple times that a fish swam past me since it was so dark. We managed to make it to the halfway mark, and the air pocket was obvious when we found it. I pulled myself out of the water, and then turned around and pulled my buddy out of the water. He reached up and took my hand. 
The space was about the size of a small grocery store. The amount of colors that were coming off the walls was amazing. We had brought some GoPros with us, so we took the opportunity to look around space and do some recording. The time seemed to go by faster than expected because my watch went off signifying that an hour had passed. We put all our gear back on and got ready to go into the next section of the cave. The way it was set up was there was one entrance that we'd come in, which was basically just a hole in the ground that led into the water. There was an identical one about 30 meters away that we'd used to leave. We checked our tanks to make sure we'd have enough air to head out and make our stops on the way up. I wished my buddy luck on the way back, and he hopped into the water to make the trip back to the surface. Again, I was blown away by how dark it was down in these caves. I don't think I'd ever experienced something so dark in my life. We continued upward for about 30 minutes when I saw something dark in front of us. I had to swim about another 100 feet until I realized what I was looking at. It looked like there was another diver that had drowned down here. The diver was blocking the way forward. I looked back to my buddy and signaled to him that something wasn't right. He waved at me to continue forward. That's what I did. I came up to the diver and tried to push him out of the way. What I ended up having to do was take my tank off my back and wedge it past the diver. That way I was able to squeeze past him and make it to the other side. My buddy saw what I did and looked like he was trying to do the same thing. He managed to squeeze his tank past the diver, but when he was trying to squeeze past it himself, he got stuck. I grabbed his arm and tried to pull him through. My light was shining in his mask, and I could see the fear in his eyes. I could see him pleading. I can't really explain what happened next, but it looked like his mask was ripped off his face. The pure horror in my friend's eyes that is suffocated haunts me to this day. I didn't know what to do next. Do I just leave him? Do I try and bring him back to the surface? As I was trying to work this out, the diver that had basically killed my friend wrapped his arms around him, and I saw them get dragged backwards toward the air pocket. My first reaction was to follow them, but then I wasn't even sure what I'd be chasing. I knew I had to make it to the surface as quickly as I possibly could. Decompression wasn't even on my mind at this point. I just needed to get back to the surface so I could report this. I was panicking thinking about whatever had taken my buddy was going to come back and get me next. I managed to make it to the surface without any issue and met with my other friend. We called 911 and told them about the two divers. They got a team together and went down to recover the bodies. I didn't mention the part about what I saw. They've been through two diving teams now. Neither one of them have returned from the surface and the authorities don't seem to know what to do next. I don't know why it didn't take me. But I don't think I'll ever step in any body of water ever again. Thank you for listening. Check out this story if you like the idea of some SCP-style monster to deal with. I hope you see you over there, and remember to always face your fears.